Wow, folks. So look, we are going to do something that I have not done probably since episode one of this podcast, which is to record in the mobile studio of Manny Talks, a.k.a. my truck. And look, truth be told, when I first started doing this podcast, that is where where this uh, kind of started. So I used to do the recordings early in the morning, like I would go to work and and right before, this is almost a year ago, wow, a little over a year ago. So I would go uh, to to the gym and then after the gym and right before I went to the office and kind of cooled, you know, after I had taken my shower or whatever and I was, you know, I would head back to my truck to put my gym bag and get my computer bag and then I'd sit there and I would record uh, episodes. So those very first ones, if you're listening to them or if you go back to see them and you hear the audio quality, uh, those were from what I'm calling the mobile studio for Manny Talks. And today I'm here because, uh, well, it's uh, 7.09 on Wednesday uh, and I am sitting here. With, it's uh, September 2nd. I was like, what day is it? It's September 2nd already, and I'm sitting here waiting for my son to finish his cross-country practice, and I came out here to a park by our house, Dennis Johnston Park, for those of you that are in the spring Houston area, and I did a bike ride also, so I'm feeling pretty good, Um, and now I just got time to kill, and I did try something. I tried recording part of my bike ride, but uh, the mount that I have was, you know, to hold my phone, typically I have my phone in a map, and and that's what it's for. Well, it's attached right to the handlebars. And you can imagine going on a, on a paved road that uh, it's going to be pretty shaky. So I was looking at it and I was kind of trying it on for size and seeing what it would look like. And just again, trying something different. And I got to my truck and viewed it and the whole thing is uh, blurry and bumpy. But the sound was pretty good out of these uh, AirPods. So I'm way behind. I finally got some AirPods. No, they're not the AirPod Pros. I was, uh, I, I'm the engineering me and the, and the, and looking at the cost of, and doing a comparison between the AirPod twos and the AirPod pros. I said, well, for the extra hundred bucks, I didn't think it was worth it. I'd rather, and told my wife, I'd rather buy myself the AirPods on a new fishing pole. And, uh, that's what I've done. <laughs> so anywho, so I was listening to the audio and I was like, wow, they sound pretty good coming out of these headphones. And I'm hoping that right now, that that's actually what I'm recording through and not necessarily my uh, my microphone on my phone. So in any event, again, here's an episode. We're going to do this from the mobile studios of Manny Talk. And I wanted to, as always, thank you for uh, supporting this uh, podcast. Those of you that have continued to listen, I have. And I've, you've heard me say this in the last few episodes. I did slow down the amount of times that I put these episodes together. or the, I used to do them on a weekly basis. I've been doing a monthly now. I'm still not completely over uh, from the COVID-19 adjustments in my life, right? I say I'm not over them. I don't think I'm going to get over them, right? As far as having to manage everything that's going on with work and the kids going to school at home and and working with Alyssa and her and her workload whenever it does come. Although I will say she's a champ. She takes care of the kids more than I do. But in any event, it still has me uh, kind of probably looking at this uh, – monthly schedule, at least for the uh, foreseeable future. So today I don't have a guest. Obviously, I don't have anybody here in my truck with me uh, to kind of talk about anything, but I did want to take some time and kind of talk a little bit about a couple of things that I have uh, participated in and some resources that I think that you can go uh, look at. So first, I'll go ahead and say, hey, uh, I did do a, a webinar for SHIP. 
This was a webinar that we did the Thursday before NILA where I went and uh, along with some of my colleagues, I did a webinar where I talked about, hey, what's happened with the COVID-19 pandemic and from an economy standpoint. So right now, if you're a student or you're working professionally, no doubt that you you are being affected. If you're a student trying to find opportunities uh, or if you did have, right, for some of you, you had some internships and those offers got rescinded or hey, you did your, you know, your summer internship, it kind of got turned into virtual, and you're not sure if you're going to get invited back, or, or or maybe you had an internship and it didn't turn into a full-time offer, or uh, maybe you're about to, you just, a lot of you have already started your semesters, and you're having your first general meeting, and, you're, and some of you, I just saw U of H is about to have the career fair, maybe you notice that there's less recruiting going on, so there's a lot going on behind that, and so what I want to spend some time probably in the next few episodes is talking a little bit about what the what adjustments to make. And, and certainly as you have questions and if you look at some of my LinkedIn content, I address some of this stuff. Uh, but in any event, back to the webinar, the purpose of the webinar was to kind of talk about what has happened in the economy. I, I feel that in order for you to make the adjustment to what's happening right now, you have to have an understanding of why it all happened, what industries got affected. And then with that information, just look at what your plans are. And I'll tell you one easy example. I work in oil and gas. If you don't know what's happened in the industry for oil, gas, and petrochemical, and you are trying to go find an opportunity in oil and gas or petrochemical right now, you're going to go out there without having a huge chunk of a very critical story going into this recruiting season. And the same can be said for other industries as well, right? I don't think I, I know about the oil and gas, and even in that presentation, I used the backdrop of the of the oil and gas and petrochemical industry to kind of paint a picture. But you know, uh, plot twist: every industry was affected uh, some way, shape, or form. Although you can imagine uh, which industries thrived, right? Things in medical companies like Amazon, companies like Netflix, the Facebook social media, right? Like the tech, that for sure because of our own needs to be at home and be connected, all that skyrocket. You can imagine, I, I don't know this for a fact, but I speculate that the office hours and the activity at Zoom at, at Zoom headquarters has gone through the roof at, because of all of this, because all of a sudden everybody went from using the phones and talking face-to-face -to, -face to Zooming, right? Or, or even Microsoft Teams. So I can imagine like, just imagine being in those teams or being having and being in charge of those products, you can easily see how those industries would skyrocket. I think what's a little less subtle, I mean, what's more subtle, maybe not as in your face, is all the other industries that fell uh, behind, and and then really understanding what the recovery is. So I kind of leave that, and I'll and I'll kind of and I'll kind of put that uh, there to the side. The other thing that I want to kind of uh, share a little bit is and talk about is all of the social issues that are going on right now. And look, back when uh, when George Floyd passed away, I kind of took a stab at just very rawly, rawly is that even a word? In a very raw way, put an episode together where I just kind of reflected immediately what's on my mind. Uh, since then, I've tried to educate myself on a couple of different things. And what I'm going to do is in the show notes, I'm going to post a couple of uh, YouTube videos that I took a look at, some conversations uh, that uh, I saw out there that I think uh, would be very beneficial for you to uh, kind of review, 
I say, I say very beneficial for you. They were beneficial for me, right? To kind of understand what was happening. And I'm one that I want to see both sides of the argument. There was a lot of lingo and a lot of uh, uh, concepts that I just wasn't aware of and that they existed or even some of the history. And that goes not only for the within the black community, but part of this, especially with us heading into, into Hispanic Heritage Month, I started looking at some items that from the Latino side that I'm not uh, aware of. And I'll tell you one thing that I've, always uh, felt that has been a gap for me. Oh, hold on. Uh Oh, (laughs) I'm going to have to edit that out. Maybe the cops just telling us that the park's about to close. In any event, where was I? Oh, the Latino, on the Latino front, right? So one thing that uh, I've always uh, felt that I needed to educate my more, myself more on has been the status of uh, international students. And maybe that's not just Latino, but everyone who's an international student. The, what does DACA mean? You know, the different uh, programs that are out there. What's the whole deal with the, you know, uh, with the detention centers and the immigration law and how did it change? And and, and what's been different. And so there was the, uh, a big, nice documentary on Netflix that, uh, that, I, that I saw. I said nice. It was very good. It was extremely sad. Had me in tears at times. Me and Alyssa watched it. Immigration Nation, which was very eye-opening to kind of see that entire situation uh, of border crossing and the diff- what it takes to come into the country legally and, and versus the, the reality of situations. And in any event, it was just things that uh, I did not know, even being Latino, uh, I am, again, for, for context, I'm a second, you know, I guess I'll say first generation uh, American, right? My parents were the ones that came and immigrated in the, in the late 70s, and then I was born here. And so I, there were just some things that I didn't know about. So anyway, so I started to educate myself in that. And I guess I'll talk about, uh, I, I, I kind of breezed over some of the uh, a black the 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 study that I've done as far as looking at the black community and what they're facing, uh, I, I, there's there's some very informative stuff on the Black Lives Matter website as far as what their official statements are. I kind of looked at that. Yes, there's debate about what's written versus you know what's in reality, but I started digging through that right, and I went and saw a couple of uh, interviews that Candace Owens did. So very she's a very uh, conservative uh, African-American woman, and she had conversations with the opposing view leaders. Uh, professor, uh, uh, There's one that's a professor, and I can't remember his name right now, but a huge uh, proponent for, for Black Lives Matter. And then even talked to another interview where she talks with a former, uh, uh, what I'll call lead CEO of, of Black Lives Matter, and, and they had a very healthy discussion, uh, very animated at times, but I would say a healthy discussion because they were there and and what I appreciated more, not only from the education, but seeing both sides of the argument was just the way that they conducted themselves. So I'll make sure and post those two uh, items there. I'll also look at, and and while I was at work, there's a ERG that was, that's called Best uh, a Black Employee Success Team. That is an ERG within ExxonMobil that of course put together some resources and one item that circulated was a, a PDF that talked about the roadblocks to conversation. And it was a kind of a guide of how to work through some of these difficult conversations. I kind of read it. I was fortunate enough to uh, uh, lead and facilitate a discussion within my group, right? So my boss 
was is very interested in kind of in kind of learning more and for us as a team to talk about some of these issues and so he you know I presented the 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 PDF that that, that I had found is that that was well that I found that was sent to me because of my involvement in ERGs and we used it to facilitate a group discussion before a business meeting uh, that we had and it was very well received and and what I enjoyed about that that conversation one it was it was one of my first times doing something like that but uh, yes there was some uh, it was it was done. Uh, with other professionals. What am I saying is, yes, there was some security there by knowing who I was presenting to. These were colleagues of mine that I've worked with. I had a pretty good feeling that it would go well. And even then, the group itself is very diverse. We have people, uh, Asian people. Uh, we have uh, several Latinos, as a matter of fact, myself and, 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 and a couple of others that are there. You had white, you had uh, uh, just a variety of women, men, right? So we had a, a very diverse group and it was great to see all of them engage in the conversation. Kind of really spoke to me to the fact that folks want to have these conversations, but may not know how to get them started. But once somebody takes the initiative and at least starts it a little bit, uh, they're more uh, uh, likely to participate, right? Uh, it's never as bad as one might think is kind of the, the phrase that comes to mind. It's usually folks over preparing and you're nervous about how is this going to go? what's going to happen, et cetera. So uh, I, I participated in that. I was very happy that I did it. It wasn't perfect. I'm not going to say that it didn't come without, you know, uh, some rambling on my part. If you've listened to this show at all, you know that I can go off on a tangent. And some of that happened. And there was a bit of nerves of, of trying to understand what to do and which way it was going to go. But overall, I'm glad that I did it. I think the resource was great. Uh, and, and I want to make sure that that and I'll make that available to you um, as well. Um, what else? I think that's it, right? I'll go ahead and leave it there. I really kind of wanted to take some time to, to pause and say hello and kind of let you know about a couple of resources that I've, that, that have come, uh, uh, I say resources that are available, some things that I was involved in and things that have come from my desire to, um, one, help you as a student and a young professional, right? Very direct with my ship work. Uh, two, is trying to educate myself around the, the 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 social issues going on, not only in the black community, but gaps that I feel that I've had even within the Latino community. So that's been pretty revealing. Uh, I also share a book title, right? A book that I'm reading. Uh, uh, it's like a, a concise, oh man, I'm, I'm butchering it right now. See, I'm in the mobile studio. This was impromptu, but I have a book by Dr. A Dr. Rodriguez. He's a friend of ship. Uh, I want to say Robert Rodriguez and another colleague, that he has. Anyway, there's a book that just talks about how to be successful in uh, in corporate America as a Latino. So I've been reading through that and really loving the way that it lays out uh, this uh, idea of how you blend your culture with being professional. This book does offer a certain way. I'm trying to reconcile in my head, hey, how do I balance this blending versus the current idea that says bring your entire self or being your whole self? And so what does that mean? And what am, am I really giving something up? So there's a bit of still of discovery as I read the book and as I'm also seeing as to what inclusion uh, might necessarily be defined as uh, currently versus maybe when the book was done, right? One says, hey, it shouldn't matter. You should be able to bring 100% of yourself to every situation and accept it that way. 
where another one says, uh, well, you have to understand what you're getting yourself into and you have to maybe compromise. Compromise, it just sounds like so harsh, but that's the best word that I can come up with. Again, as always, thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, I, I, I truly enjoy uh, putting this together for you. If you have any questions, as always, find me on LinkedIn. And I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I enjoyed having it.